Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i could have sworn john bishop was around here somewhere oh oh no i'm I'm over here help i would uh, how, how do you want me to help you i'm in my home i'm under the pile of rocks you're under the rocks well get out from there that's my advice oh that was okay. I I thought I had to just stay under the rocks. Oh no. Well, I I mean I can get that, but like no, come out and do the podcast, I'd say. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. what should I should I do anything with these rocks? I'd say leave them in the pile for now. Uh maybe handle it afterwards. I don't really know about the, what rocks you're talking about. Uh, I assume you just It sounds like there was a pile of rocks that you voluntarily got under in your home. I mean, I woke up this morning, and then I was getting ready to podcast, and then all of a sudden, I look, and there's just this big old pile of rocks, and I think, well, when I'm watching movies or television, and there's a pile of rocks, oftentimes there's a person trapped underneath them, so Mm. I thought it was like a a curse thing, where if you see a pile of rocks, you have to get underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all understandable actions, John. I'm I'm glad you're safe now, though. Okay, 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 okay. There's some heavy rocks. Rocks often are, famously, I'd say. I'd go so far to say. And uh, I'm John Bishop. Here, there we go. This is the Kachat. Welcome to the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? We already said that, but I'm keeping it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in this week, folks. Uh, it was a fun little bit we did back there. And you may have noticed I didn't immediately ask John, hey, John, what are we doing this week? Because I haven't told him what I want to do for this episode. And I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know what to do with my hands. Okay. So the long and short of it, we are going to jump directly into questions from Liz. Both of our significant others are named Elizabeth. uh, We don't tell you which is which is asking questions that's the joke so this week you remember how like two maybe three episodes ago we did the episode on pixar popcorn i mean i don't remember anything before the rocks that's fair enough to refresh you we did an episode on the series of shorts pixar popcorn on disney plus in which there are two car shorts one is dancing with the cars the other is unparalleled parking Okay. And somehow that got brought up a few days ago, just when Liz and I were hanging out, and she got quiet for a second, and she looked at me and said, 
Hey, why do they have to park? Now that is a question from Liz. Yeah, and I think I took a similar pause to the one you probably just heard and then said, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, <laughs> because we did the whole episode on the, the one where they're like, oh, let's display how good we are at parking. And we didn't talk about why sentient cars would ever really need to park. I mean, to be out of the way? I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know. And if we can't sustain a full episode on this, we'll pivot to something at some point. But I think there's a lot there in that just like without parking in this world of cars with uh, parking would be necessary for, for to like, I don't know, just go to sleep at night or something. Mm-hmm. But like you go to the store, you don't need to park to go. You ha- can't park to go to the store. You have to drive. You, 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 there's no parking lots. There's no parking garages. There's no <laughs> valet. There's no, uh, I don't know. This may be one of those things that I think is a very, very big deal, and it's not, but I'm going to stick with it. All right, all right. Now, I do need to know something. Do you want me to treat this in the same way uh, the McRoys would treat a question from Yahoo? Sure. Because there's two ways to approach this. I could answer this and just give it like a, well this reason and then it wouldn't be funny because it'd be like well okay that's a reason that's a valid reason or i could try and make it funny how about you start with the funny one and then we can go into more theories because i think whatever you got i've done a little bit of research on the cars wikis that may throw some wrenches into this but you go ahead all right all right all right Let's let's be funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a joke. Yeah, just John, gotta, just go ahead and be funny, okay? I'm just for gonna once. Be funny, real quick. Uh, yeah, please, please. Why do cars park? <clears throat> because they can't always recreation. Oh, like the show with Amy Poehler and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, be- because they can't always. Sand recreation. Uh, I I feel like maybe the first iteration was the better iteration. Uh, because Chris Pratt. Okay, there we go. That was the joke. We got there, folks. We got the old three-take bishop. That's what we call him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Just how, just how the McElroys would do it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So <laughs> why does anyone park? Well, it's so they can get out of So that doesn't work. All right. Why else might you park? Um, Because uh, you got to get out of the car. Yeah. To watch a movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to get into. There are definitely reasons why you would park some. Mm-hmm. in the in the cars verse like you're going to a drive-in you are turning in for the night you're sleeping in whatever cone-shaped home you're in or whatever 
it's essentially uh, why would anyone ever just stop moving and like there are a lot of reasons to stop moving yes but like we don't have big big cement uh squares for people to just stand in absolutely still you know i mean we uh, do have big big uh concrete squares for people to like lay down in no yeah i, w- I was thinking a uh, parking garage could be similar to a hotel but i don't know but that would i would assume there would be you know some privacy that they would want <laughs> okay okay and i'm gonna go ahead and go through my uh several wiki quotes of the day <laughs> all right go ahead with your several wiki quotes of the day yeah we are heading across a few just because i searched the word parking on world of cars and there are a few different weird instances of it we were talking about how oh they wouldn't really have parking lots but apparently if we go to worldofcarsdriving.fandom.com slash wiggy slash Zeke, who is a character from the Cars video games, apparently, there's a quote down here that says that he says, you're going to need an escort to the parking lot tonight, friend. Okay, so you can be escorted to the parking lot. And the parking lot exists further. And you, and you go there at night. Yeah. Not all the time, but you can, I guess. Okay. So, is the parking lot a place where cars go to die? No, okay. Explain to me why you think that. (laughs) Because this is clearly a threat. Yes. And if you're going to the parking lot and you need an escort because someone's threatening you, it could be a hospital or it could be your grave. See, I think... It's just like uh, how if you're, I don't know, in a bar and someone's like mad at you and like, oh, you're going to need someone to walk you out to the parking lot tonight. They're just sort of vaguely threatening, like once you're out of this establishment, we will beat you up. See, but I feel like if you're threatening someone in a bar, uh, the threat kind of means, hey, you're going to be in the parking lot very soon because I'm going to throw you out of here. Could Punk. also be that. Roadhouse. Yeah, but like, I don't know, why would parking lots exist? Well, uh, <clears throat> you're going to need help getting to the parking lot. That could also mean, like, getting home. So what if parking lots just serve as homes? Okay. What if this is a utopian society where homelessness isn't an issue? I would like that, yeah. Okay, so, like, we know that some people just sleep in gigantic uh, traffic cones. Yes. What if there are people who just, like, sleep outside on account of them being cars and cars normally existing outside? Huh. I guess that's possible. We haven't seen evidence of it, I would say, besides, you know, what we're discussing right now. And, like, Lightning McQueen, he was asleep on the road, but, like, also... It was this thing where he was just traveling, being carried. Uh So maybe it's just a normal thing to just go to sleep where you are. Yeah, and like, actually, uh, uh, Mac, uh, 
I think in the first Cars movie, Mac sees like a trailer stop or, or a truck, truck stop. stop. Yep. Uh, and I think I could be wrong here, but I remember he sees a bunch of just outdoor sleeping trucks like himself. I mean, it looks like a truck stop. So, yeah. But I think like explicitly he sees trucks sleeping and he goes like, oh, I got to go to sleep. And then lightning's all like, no. You cannot sleep. You will find no rest until I am there. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, he doesn't say it like a movie villain, but he is sort of the villain of the of the first stop. No first. sleep until Brooklyn. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, I don't actually know. No sleep till Brooklyn. Da, da, ba, ba. Yeah. That's yeah. what I, I, that song was on uh, one of the rock band or, or guitar heroes. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so I think that's games? actually, what, say again? Like, what happened to those games? Why are they gone? That's a good question. I know there's a scene uh, on like Twitch of people who are just absurdly good at them making custom songs to get harder and harder and harder that mm. are just, absurdly impressive to watch if you ever want to watch that uh all right but anyway (laughs) yeah i think that's actually super solid evidence of that that we have that truck stop scene or just outdoors sleeping the night away but we also have the concept of camping in the cars first i feel like like there at least in uh the world of cars online and we've also uh, just seen campers yeah, like, and in, in Planes Fire and Rescue, it's a campsite. That's the whole movie. It's a campground. It's a national park with campgrounds. All right. So camping is a thing. Yeah, and if they... What is camping if they also just have regular sleeping outside as just a thing? I mean, what is camping in general? I mean, th- there is definitely an element of being out in nature, That is different, certainly. Because, like, the idea is that you're roughing it, you're going out into the wilderness, but at the same time, you go into a tent. This isn't, like, Naked and Afraid, where you're actually just living off the wilderness and nothing else except for the one item you get, which is a weird stipulation. I would get clothes. Well, the thing is, you can only get one item. Underwear. So you could get, like, just underwear. All right. Listen, if I get one item, I'm not going to... Well, probably pants, actually. You could just say onesie. Ooh, now that's something. I'm sure the Jaguars will respect me in my onesie. Especially if it's a Jaguar onesie. Ooh, I'll blend in. My God. They'll think you're one of them. We've broken naked and afraid. You'll become uh, the king of the Jaguar. Yeah, they'll just hunt and bring things to me. This yes. rules. All right. I'm going to okay. go on naked and afraid now. Yep. And I will be neither naked nor afraid. In fact, you will cause the fear. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, what was it? Camping. Uh, but if you just sleep outside, I don't know, that seems rougher than sleeping in a tent. But, like, imagine... You're in a city, and you're not afraid of being eaten by anything, 
then you go into the wilderness and you could be eaten by everything. As a car, though, could they be eaten by everything? I mean, keep in mind, this is a world where everything is cars. So, like, yeah, you're not afraid of a gazelle. You're afraid of a, a John Deere tractor. Mm, OK, you're not afraid of a gorilla. You're afraid of. I don't know, like, yeah, I was a curious. huge ATV. I was curious why you made yourself on the spot come up with what a gorilla was. That's like one of my, le- it's become one of my least favorite things to do on this podcast. Is when we're like, okay, what will this animal be? Because <laughs> it's very hard <laughs> to do that on the spot. Well, what's, uh, what is a gorilla? But a big old beefy person with long hairy, hairy arms. Uh, well, okay, what's a big old hairy armed long vehicle? It's ATV that's really oversized. And hairy. Uh, yes. We don't know how. Sorry. He's a prince. He is a prince. You're right. And he's married to Megan? Which one's married to Megan? Liz, which one's married to Megan Markle? Harry. Okay, it is Harry. Nice. Uh, Got it in one. Nice. But there are more examples on the world of cars drivein.fandom.com slash wiki. This time we're going over to slash gold underscore parking underscore meter. And Give me that antiquated way of taxing the citizens. Will do. This is one of my favorite types as it is a one sentence entry into the world of cars drivein.fandom.com. It is. Gold parking meter is a decoration from the Cars playset in Disney Infinity. So, oh, that's that's it. But it's like in Disney Infinity, they have all these different universes they're combining. And from the Cars universe, they have pulled a parking meter. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, we, I got a question or two. One, sure. of, one of my questions. Is it a good thing? I think it's, like, in the game, is it a good thing? Yeah. It says it's a decoration, so I assume you have, like, a home base or something that you can just, like, chop and screw however you want, and that's just a thing you can plop down in it, so... So you got your house, and in your house, you can put a thing that, if you do something wrong, will charge you money. But it's made of gold, so... I mean... Yeah. Maybe just sell it. You could sell it to pay it off. Yes. Apparently, yeah. You know. Okay. Okay. Maybe we figured it out. Lucas, this yeah. is this is completely uh a tangent, but that's a really good idea that I'm sad is gone. Parking meters? You just no. were critical of them. Okay. No, like Disney Infinity. Oh, yeah. It's I wish that were a thing. I wish there were just like a a thing that any system could get on and you could visit any universe that is like relatively consistent in some way. Like, oh, look, I can now travel through uh, right now. I'm in Pirates of the Caribbean Uh, right now. I'm going to go over to SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Like, what if there was just a server that held, like, every fictional universe? 
That'd be so cool. And it'd be updated constantly and everything would be based on the cloud so you don't have to worry about your like processing power. It'd be so good. Yeah, but unfortunately, copyright law has been mangled beyond belief, so I doubt that's going to happen without at least playing, paying exorbitant, exorbitant licensing fees. What are you talking about, mangled beyond belief? All it is is that they started with an idea, and then corporations decided, I want to make more money, so they took it, and then they, like, Willy Wonka-esque, uh, Mike TV pulled it until it was taffy, and it was a little boy who was a normal-sized little boy, and then he was nine inches tall, and then he was 12 feet tall and sure. paper thin. Yeah. Uh, if you're curious about why copyright, uh, like the time it takes to go into the public domain has gotten so long, look up when Mickey Mouse is about to go into the public domain and then look up when copyright uh, time has been expanded. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty one-to-one thing. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Uh, anyway. <sighs> well, yeah, they have parking meters, which makes even less sense to me than parking lots. Okay, we're talking about parking. We're talking about parking lots. We're talking about camping. Do people just sleep outside? Uh, we brought up the fact that in the truck stop, there were trucks just sleeping outside, which... I do need to bring up an anecdotal piece of evidence as to why that's not necessarily a big deal. And that is the fact that in our world, that is a thing, but I don't even mean just for truckers. I mean, I once went on a vacation and then we were driving back and uh, it got to a point where everyone in the car was so tired that no one wanted to drive anymore. So we just stopped at a truck stop and slept in the car for like a good 30 minutes to an hour. Yep. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> so, yeah, maybe that isn't as heavy evidence as we thought it was. Mm-hmm. Just a place where sometimes people go to sleep, whether or not they are a car or a human being. Yeah, but, I mean, the obvious difference here is you are in a car, and they are a car. <laughs> I mean, the question posed was, why would you need to park? And I think... We've like glossed over the whole, well, I get that you need to sleep, but what if it's seriously just, this is a car world. Yeah. What if sleeping is just a thing that when you get tired, you just go to sleep wherever you are and parking is just, well, I guess I'm going to park here and sleep. And it's just an accepted thing of you'll see people on the side of the road just sleeping. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that, especially with it being so much more of like a mobile world, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Of like, they have the ability to go these great, great distances very easily. So they may not be always able to get back to their home base cone or garage or whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I could see that. And with how travel works and also with just how they're all cars, it wouldn't make sense for houses to be how houses are like that's too much. So you have to assume there are less houses or at least that houses are more simplistic. You don't need necessarily the kitchen, the eight rooms, the garage, you probably just need a garage and like maybe a place to store your fuel. 
Because, like, you're not going to be packing your clothes. You don't need a couch. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And there's also the fact that you'll notice that a lot of the times you'll see people in places that they aren't from necessarily. Like, you'll see good old Miss Fritter breaking the law and getting arrested in uh, Radiator Springs when that's not where she's from. So why was she there? Maybe she's just visiting. But then you think, well, is that a thing? Do people just drive immense distances to just casually visit their friends? And I got to think, in this world, probably, if you're a car, like, vacation is no longer an issue. It's just, am I willing to walk a little bit longer? Am I willing to go on a jog to visit my friend? Yeah, I could see that, especially... Like, I don't think Thunder Hollow is that that much far farther away from Radiator Springs than, like... Because I remember they go there just to train and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't that far away. Uh, I... And so I, I could see, like, driving across a state or two being equivalent to, like, I don't know, driving across your city or... Uh, within like half an hour now, to Lucas, visit your friends. Yeah, I gotta point this out. Uh-huh. You ever just gone on a walk? I have. Exactly. Like, you go on a walk, and it's like, oh, I'm just gonna go on a walk. It's like 30 minutes to an hour. If I were to drive for an hour and a half, I could visit you. That's true. If I were a car, my hour, hour and a half walk would then be hey, I could just go in this direction and all of a sudden, instead of going on a walk, I'm visiting a friend. Yeah. So if we're, like, if we're just doing a direct walking is driving casually, it's pretty much, oh, why would I not, instead of going around this track I thir- like 30 times, just go to go to Chinchbug Nasty? Uh, we're, I'm not going to explain to the viewers what that is. I hope uh, not. <laughs> that's fun. You probably figure it out with some syllables in there. I don't care. It's a big city. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a really good point. Uh, of yeah, it's just much easier to travel a long distance. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know. We've already seen, <laughs> especially in Dancing with the Cars and. Uh, unparalleled parking what these characters do to pass the time and like it seems like they would not be as able as us to like fill their time with like nonsense of or like just downtime stuff of like surfing the internet playing video games uh reading a book like they could watch tv but i could see them having a different relationship to downtime Mm -hmm. think about it this way you get bored you pull out your nintendo switch lightning mcqueen gets bored what is a nintendo switch it's it's, uh it's a 55 inch flat screen tv that he's got to keep in his back pocket his trunk yep (laughs) Uh, it's got controllers on the side that he connects to his brain or something. Who cares? Uh, 
but yeah, I, I, I think I think that's a good point. Now, but one thing, even furthering the comparison of going on a walk, you go on a walk and like a park. What's the thing you'll see every like I don't know, a uh, few hundred feet? Uh, okay, you say bench. A bench. Exactly, a bench. And what are benches for? They're for sitting and resting. I'm just saying, like, if you continue it further and go a little bit farther with the uh, comparison, that's just a parking spot. Okay. So, like, it's furthering my explanation of what is parking for? It's it's probably for taking a break or maybe just sleeping. So, like, you're visiting a friend who's in another state, hour, two-hour drive, all of a sudden... You get tired. What are you going to do? You're just going to take a little break there. You're going to just park. Park yourself right on that bench. Except that bench is everywhere because everywhere is a parking spot. Yeah, that's something... I think you've actually done a super good job of expounding on parking. But one thing I wanted to get into, and I think you've already started that a little bit, is that the actual areas to park would be a lot different. Mm-hmm. And be in different places, different sizes. You compared them to a bench, which is like, you know, one to two people, three if you're going to squeeze there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I could see lots more very small parking lots pop- popping up in places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what wouldn't be there are, like, outside of Walmart, the giant parking lot. Uh, outside of anywhere that like you would need to go in, there wouldn't be a giant parking lot because they wouldn't need to, which I think would uh, help with, you know, urban planning and space quite a bit in this universe. Now hear me out. Uh Uh-huh. You go to the parking lot of Walmart. Why do you park? Because that is where you Sonic like will order your food. You will order your groceries, and then someone, probably a forklift, will bring it out to you. Why is that? Because there's not enough space for a semi-truck and another semi-truck to be just casually going down the aisles of Walmart. So instead, you have a bunch of forklifts going in and out of all of the aisles, and they bring you your stuff in your parking space. I could see a ClickList style... uh... We are sponsored by Kroger, so ClickList uh, style uh, system being very prevalent. But I, I, I don't know. I just, I think that they would, the cars would still be able to go in and shop themselves, just because we've seen a lot of examples of them going in buildings with lots of other people. Uh, and I don't like them pushing around a cart would be weird and also getting things from the shelves would be weird, but I think they would still be able to go in themselves. I think that's certainly true for smaller shops, but I'm thinking like for places like Lowe's places like Walmart places like Sam's club, you gotta have some sort of drive through system. Yeah. I think both would exist. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe like like the sort of curbside pickup would be much more prevalent or the drive-through like you were saying, but 
I don't know. I, I think there is something that would be lost without being able to just browse in person, like period. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, sometimes you go to the store and you're like, I need a thing to fix this and I'm not really sure what it is, but I'll go see what Lowe's has. Mm. Uh, and like, that's harder to do on the in- Well, it's much easier to do on the internet. Uh, but for some folks, it's much harder to do on the internet uh, because they don't know how to use Google very well. And they, they get distracted by all of the targeted ads that say, hey, I know you're looking for uh, a part to fix your refrigerator right now, but how about instead wings on DVD? Ooh, that's a pretty good targeted ad. Mm-hmm. Especially because they're a boat. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think that would be a thing. That has gotten me on to, I don't know, where they put their stuff. I mean, I... Do they just get trailers? Can they open their trunks to now, Lucas, stow things? How would they get them out? When you they... brought up a very interesting point. And yeah. uh, the point that you're making is a point that I need to uh, address. And that is, I don't think that owning things is nearly as much of a thing. By uh, owning things, I don't even mean owning. I mean having. Like, I imagine... That everything is, if you need it, you can get it. Otherwise, you're pretty much good. And there are obviously exceptions. Uh, good old Mater has just a, an entire dump full of stuff. And then there's Doc, who had a little place where he kept a bunch of trophies and a few newspaper clippings. And from what I can tell, that's like, that's it. Like, there's ownership in the sense that good old uh, is it Sterling, he had the entire museum, but that wasn't mm-hmm. his house. And other than that, I think that people don't really have things. Like, and sure, people have a few things, but not nearly to the degree that we do. See, I've got this big old couch. I've got this yeah. desk. I just built a desk yesterday. I'm about sure. to build a PC. I've got a laptop in front of me, and my wife's laptop is next to me. Also, I don't think that two cars are going to have any of those things. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely agree that I think it's much lesser. Just for the reasons you were laying out, really. And like, we've talked about their home spaces before and how they seem much smaller comparative, compared to like humans versus their living mm-hmm. spaces. But I'm not sure I agree on, like, the degree of it. Just because, like, the shops we see in Radiator Springs, besides the tire and the paint shop and the fuel shop, are Sarge's surplus military stuff. Uh, And I think Lizzie just has, like, a shop full of souvenirs and little tchotchkes and stuff. And she also has some stickers. Yeah, she also has bumper stickers. But like a nice butte. Yeah, that's a good one. A good one, Lizzie. As you did it again. Uh, but like, I could see there being a certain clientele to Sarge, a very weird one, 
but like Lizzie selling, like having a souvenir shop, I think implies that like it's a bit it's not all the way to us, but it's a bit above what you were sort of implying and saying. See, I see that. And I raise you the idea of Wally. Okay. I think like they do with the food and all of the like nice little things, knickknacks and whatnot that you can have on the by and large ship, everything is hyper recyclable. You can buy okay. your tchotchkes. You can buy your toys. But it's not for keeps. You buy those things for an event or to play with for a little while. And then you just throw it away. And what happens to it after that? You don't know. But what happens is it gets remanufactured. Yeah, I could I could see that being a thing of like, they've all really taken to the Marie Kondo when something stops bringing you joy, chuck it. I don't know. I think you you, you uh, sort of played Doc's Garage as an anomaly. And I think it's more common than that. I think that showing Doc's Garage implies that people do have these storage spaces, these places where they keep things even though it doesn't make sense how they would physically handle them and put them on these tiny, delicate shelves and whatnot. Here's my retort to that. Doc, he had a few items that are of note. He had some piston cups, and he had newspaper clippings of his horrible, horrible accident. The items that we see that he owned were items that remind him of a past trauma that he cannot let go of. So, two ways to go with that. One, the sort of person who holds on to items is the sort of person who has an emotional attachment that cannot allow them to let go, or is just a person only ever has a few items that are extremely significant to them. So I could imagine that like everyone has a garage where they keep their items. But if it's a garage, it's like a two-car garage where only one car is in and you keep all of your worldly possessions in the other half of the garage. Even still, that is a significant reduction of amount of things that people are trying to own, especially considering the fact that one of the big purchases people make is a car in our world. So Oh, yeah. There's that. And there's also just the idea of I wouldn't consider Doc holding on to those mementos as being a healthy trait of his. Oh no, it 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 isn't, but I I I I think we're basically on the same page. I agree that the amount of things would be vastly vastly less. But it se- seemed like you were saying like almost nothing, and I was trying to get us up to that point of like I think most people have stuff just much less of it. It could be either way. It could be that everyone has their items that they keep with them, but it's a lot less. Or it could be that Doc is in fact a hoarder. Yeah, that's fair. I did just go back and watch the little scene and he's got it's a messy garage. He's it's got a, a messy lot garage. There. And the only other person we know who has like a ton of items is Mater. And it's just a dump. 
That's true. It's quite literally a dump. But even still, like, we go inside, like, bars and stuff, and they are, like, decorated to the teeth. And, like, I know we're off parking at this point, but I don't know how they put those things on the wall. How do they put them on shelves? How do they get them home? How do they... If they put them in their trunk, how do they get them out of the trunk? This is all part of the grand conspiracy, Lucas. No, I know. You go to a location, you'll see it's it's decorated out the wazoo. But you'll also notice that you're not supposed to take things from there. Those things you're are supposed to be there. What does that mean? It means that place it wasn't decorated after the fact. Okay. That that stuff was there. It I've I've it got it. Is I, there give me it was there, and it always will be there. I, I've, I've, perhaps it was manufactured there. You got it. You got it. Got it in one. This world was built by the manufacturer, and it will always be as the manufacturer wants it to be. You can get your little bips and bobbles, but those bips and bobbles, they're going right back into that store once you're done with them. Man, you're implying like a very kind of, I don't know, Truman Show kind of Westworld kind of vibe now. Everything is as it should be. And you can participate in this world, but this world is going to be the same as it was before you were ever there once you're gone. Oh, man, I've got a great supporting argument for that. Let me hear it. If you go to Anaheim, California... You can visit Cars World, which is, I don't know, very, very manufactured, very much they're putting on a show. They do the same things every day. And like, we haven't decided what Cars World is to the cars, I don't think, ever. Okay. But like, maybe the sort of theme park vibe you get from Cars World is more accurate to their world than we've realized. Mm-hmm. See, I'd like to think that in any sort of experience like that, Disney's whole thing is that they're trying to capture a little bit of their their magic, and they're trying to share it with people. And Cars World is just a little bubble in our reality where we can glimpse into the Cars World. And that's the thing is it'll change every now and then, but holistically it's going to be the same because what's true about the car's world, whether or not it changes, it's still the same. Yeah. Like they make updates to it, but that is, you know, the manufacturer doing that. The, Mm -hmm. the, the animatronic lightning McQueen and or real lightning McQueen. We just don't know in car's world is not the one who is like, okay, Let's build this new ride here. I don't know a lot about Cars World. Uh, <laughs> there, there are rides. I know that much. Radiator Springs Racers is, I think, one of them. Who can say? Okay. But, and maybe Cars World is a very Westworld experience. Do you mm-hmm. know Westworld at all? Uh, it's uh, cowboys that aren't actually cowboys. They're, in fact, robots that are possibly people. They're robots that are, like, vaguely sentient, 
They don't know they're robots. Yeah, they often don't know they're robots, so maybe that's the experience of the Lightning McQueen, Cruz Ramirez, etc. Especially seeing as, and I did just remember this, I once watched some things about, I think, the Radiator Springs Racers, and I think Doc's in it? Oh no. And correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I'm pretty sure Doc's just in it. So... Oh, yeah, I no. think I think that's Robo Doc who thinks he's actual Doc. Okay, and so we Robo could, of Doc. course, yeah, we could, we could, of course, treat this as it's a theme park. <laughs> if sure, but Lucas, the, the robot, because he's but, Lucas. Why is he called Doc? Because he's a doctor. He's a doctor, which means he knows about biology and how people that are alive do. How on earth is RoboDoc not going to know that he's a robo? Well, in Westworld, most of them have this programming that if they see anything that goes against their reality, they literally can't perceive it and will say the phrase, that doesn't look like anything to me. It becomes very creepy at a few very, very uh, potent moments in the first season of that show. I haven't seen the second. But, like, that's his whole job. And one thing that's a benefit to Westworld is that if it's cowboys, it's cowboy times. And doctors, in cowboy times, they didn't know nearly as much about normal doctor stuff today. That's true. But, like, I don't know. You can program Doc, DocBot here, uh, to... Like, if someone gets hurt, he takes them in and then shuts down. And, like, the actual manufacturers come in and take care of them. And they can just implant the memories that he did it, you know? All right. Uh, But, yeah, anytime DocBot has to be Doc, but not Bot, it's just he shuts down for a little bit. He takes a little little nap, snooze, parking job. Mm -hmm. All right. Why do cars need to park, Lucas? To take a break, to rest. So the manufacturer can fix things. Okay, yeah. The manufacturer's going to give you your memories, your skills. They're going to update you. They're going to make you healthy. They're going to fix you. And they're going to take you out if they need to. Why do they need to take out Doc? Because he knew too much. Yeah, he became too good at diagnosing car-based problems. Mm-hmm. He, he noticed all of the uh, inconsistencies. Like, oh... I have, I have got my doctorate in internal combustion. I know that these cars, they don't operate based on internal combustion. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really digging the Westworld model of the entire universe, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even outside of uh, Cars Land and beautiful Anaheim, California. Now, what does this mean? This means that Cars world in our world, it's just the beginning. Oh, that's pretty ominous. You're saying it's just going to keep expanding? It's going to keep expanding and keep getting updates. The manufacturer is, in fact, Walt Disney. Sure. No, oh, okay. I thought you were going to go from there. No, that but, was it. Uh, the manufacturer okay. is going to create uh, the Cars World Park and develop it until they're all sentient, and that's Cars, but it's the future because Disney. Yeah, and it's just going to keep encroaching more and more and more. First, it's going to take over 
Let's see if I can get this right. California Adventure. Liz, is Cars Land in California Adventure? Mm-hmm. Nice. And then it's going to take over all of Disneyland, then all of Anaheim, and then all of County that Anaheim's in, and then all of Area of California that Anaheim's in, then all of California, then all America, then all the world. And the only way to stop it is to, uh, well, it's to cause that fault line to go crazy and to break California completely off from the United States and let it become its own island. And that island is, of course, going to become Cars World. Folks, we got to go full Lex Luthor in the original Superman movie with Christopher Reeves in it. Or, or if you will, okay, we could go. Yeah. Okay. So you're suggesting that when the sentient cars become too much, the almost sentient cars become too much for us to handle, we chuck them on an island. We, uh, we break off that hunk of the United States yeah. and we give them their own island. And why is Dinoco such a big thing? Why is like why is dinosaur such a huge oh thing? God. It's because they're in on it. They get it. They get that it's Jurassic World, but it's, oh, look, it's cars. So they make dinosaur puns. And why is the bear still a thing for California? It's because the bear is still a thing because it's California. Yeah. And to your credit, Michael Crichton, who is the author of Jurassic Park, also wrote and directed the original movie Westworld in 1973. Yeah. So it's all coming together. Cars yeah. is just it's it's just Westworld, but also Jurassic Park. Okay, so are you implying that the entirety of the film series occurs in this theme park, and they just think they're traveling the world? Or are you implying that we should do that this to prevent cars from taking over our world, like they did in the movies? I'm going to have to say it's the first one, because as we've mentioned before, why do you park? It's so that you can have your memories altered so that, oh, look, now I'm in Japan. You you traveled for 30 minutes. You're not in Japan. Now I'm in Japan. All right. Uh, But you have to be in Italy tomorrow. Okay, take a quick power nap. You're in Italy. You know, and I will bring it back to Westworld. Uh. Let me just confirm this. Uh, I'm pretty sure in... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's... In the second season, which I haven't seen... Okay, so there's Westworld. And what's Radiator Springs? A town in the American West? You're absolutely right. In the desert? Got it in one. And... Is it not in, in the Rust Belt? Probably is, but it's also in like traditional desert area where westerns would take place. And you mentioned Japan, and this is the most tenuous connection possible. But in season two of Westworld, there's revealed that there are multiple parks, and one of them is a samurai world. So there's that. So Jurassic Park is just all of California. And they're just different sections of California that are all different parts of the world. So any major part of the world that you see is represented, but at the same time, you only see like big 
<laughs> like a uh, big old expanses. And then you think, well, okay, how far do you drive before this thing happens, that thing happens? And then you realize that, no, this park is laid out in a way where the big places are all represented. And anytime you want to have like a journey off into the middle of nowhere, where do you go? You go to Radio Springs because it's the middle of nowhere, right? No, yeah. that place is weirdly significant. That's strange. It's almost as if even the places that are supposed to seem out of the way are actually very focused on and important. Like everything has meaning and direction. Almost like this theme park is designed like, I don't know, a, a theme park. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I don't remember if you said this explicitly, but I think one of the areas is just Jurassic Park. Like no cars needed just to explain the dinosaur logo on Dinoco. I remember you mentioned Dinoco, but I don't know if you went that far. See, my thought was that it was the cars being barely self-aware. And it's like, oh, because we're doing the whole Jurassic Park thing. I guess dinosaurs are important. I like the idea of just you go to this island excursion and most of it's cars, but there is a section where you can go see dinosaurs. <laughs> now, Lucas, you've got me hooked on this. The entire state of California is a pretty big place. Pretty big. So there's Westworld, and there's Westworld, and then there's Samurai World, and there's sure. Jurassic World, and there's uh -huh. Cars World. And all of these places are in the same state of California. Yeah, you could probably carve our, off a large enough chunk to cover all the different areas you could go in the Cars movies uh, and still have enough room for Westworld, Samurai World, Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's in a future in which recycling is such a, a big, powerful thing and heavy manufacturing is such a big thing that if there's a location that needs to be one thing one time and then another thing at another time, they can just move the plot forward and change it as they go. Like all of a sudden, uh, they've got Tokyo and they need to change Tokyo uh, in 30 minutes so that the new tour can come in. And oh, look, Tokyo is now the Wild West. Yeah, like I could see some major also like Truman Show vibes to it of like they also just don't let people out before they're ready to have them go to these places of like, ah, oh, looks like the roads in need of repair can't go yet until we finish making Tokyo. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm going to say some of these cars are paid actors. Some of them are not. Very true. Very true. And some of the cars are just repurposed cowboys. Oh yeah, for which sure. Which is why they seem so very outlandishly different from the others. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got it. Yeah. I think yeah. we got it, John. I think we got it. Got it one. Why course, do you park? Because Jurassic Park. Because theme parks. Weird that we got there. And ironically enough, John, you know what? I bet there would be a massive one for this area. Yep. It's a parking lot. It's a parking lot. I bet there'd be a big old parking lot for this. And why do cars go there? It relax, refresh. And also, because they're all robots, probably charge. And like, I don't know, if for the guests, they're not sentient, so. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So I think that's a good episode name. Why do cars Jurassic Park? Let's see, theme parking lots? Parking lot, 
theme parks and parking lots. I don't know. Do cars dream of electric Jeeps? Jeeps. It works. I like it. <laughs> One of those is probably the title. Thank you so much for listening. As you could tell, we didn't have much of a plan for this one, and we did a bit freeform. I uh, hope you still liked it. I liked where we ended up. Uh, but because we are doing things pretty freeform these days, we would love ideas, and you can send those to thekachat at gmail.com or at thekachat on Twitter. Both of those are all one word. You don't need to put the hyphen in there. If you do, that's probably a different account. We Should we have that account? Maybe. But we don't. Now John's going to say some stuff. Well, folks, that's another one. It's been real. It's been fun. Flow like a Cadillac. Stay and like a beaver. There you go. All right. Yeah. We, we switch it off. You remember. Tiny robot armies taking over your time.